0: Ah, hello everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Hard Rock Lunchbox and the Top 20. I am currently, probably, uh, transmitting. Are we reaching? (laughs) I, uh... Hold on. (laughs) I'm getting distracted by my own microphone. That happens. It's actually really funny whenever I do watch, like, other podcasts. And I see people with the same microphone I just invariably always think I'm like, well, it's my microphone Like, it's not really my microphone Like, a lot of people have this microphone I have two of these microphones I I wonder if you add them together Like, what happens then? It's not important doesn't concern you doesn't even concern me (laughs) Yeah Basically just giving up on my camera issues If it works, it works If it doesn't, it doesn't Um the new Top 20 is out. I did not get a chance to re-watch it, but I did, eat, I did edit it. So, so I know that it was kind of funny because I had to... If you remember last week at all, which, honestly, who does? Uh, I was not broadcasting for the first 15 minutes of the show. Now, I don't know how good you are at math, but if you're not broadcasting for the first 15 minutes of a Top 20 show... <laughs> that's roughly three quarters of it. And while I consider just starting again... Uh, since I don't actually have, like, a script, and I kind of just talk off the top of my head, like, uh, it didn't seem like much of an option, so if you want to see what the first 15 minutes of last week's show looked like, you're gonna have to go over to Strangerhood TV and check it out. It's the brand new episode of the Top 20. It's out today. Uh, it's Dude, Where's My Episode, which I think is a brilliant title. If I do say so myself. Uh And no, this is not some egregious plot or ploy to get you over to Strangerhood TV, but if that works, we can start doing that more and more often. So that's what's going on over there. Uh, Just in basic light housekeeping, uh, yeah, this week DJ talks to no one, that's at the top 20, Uh, but again, I think it was actually pretty good. Uh, I was talking a little bit about Dolly Parton. And I was talking. I was talking about a bunch of stuff. Like I, I would, I would check it out. It's worth your fifteen minutes. It's actually worth your um, ten minutes if you watch it at one and a half speed. Think about that. One. I hate when I have something in my teeth, not my teeth. Like, this might be gross for people, but something that like, I guess dislodges from my teeth all of a sudden, and then. Does anybody else do this? You have to kind of figure out what it was. Like I just figured out what it was because I had a uh, slice of gluten-free seeded sourdough bread. And if it sounds yummy, then you did not hear what I said. Uh, But one of the seeds just, I guess, was like hanging out in my mouth there and I just just it. Usually I find the thing that gets me the most is like pieces of black pepper and... I don't know where they're hiding, but I know they're in there. Because every now and then they just release. <laughs> they release into my mouth, as gross as that sounds. And then all of a sudden I'm having a spicy moment for no reason whatsoever. But I've uh, changed my perspective on that and decided I enjoy it. So I'm just going to just roll with that. So anyway, um, that's what just happened now, if you wanted to really know it all. Um, so... Um, on Stranger TV, they have uh, Bimp has their interview with Jag from a Skylit Drive, which is actually just surrounded by like a whole bunch of other industry dr- drama. I'm not going to speak on it here because I'm not, I can't speak intelligently on it. But I would urge you or implore you to check out the is my podcast uh, socials for information, but also check out the information, uh, check out the episode itself. Uh, And then Discussions and Drinks yesterday was apparently like what we're doing over on Twitch. So give that a shot if you're interested in why or how they're making their Bacon is My Passion new EP. So check that out. Uh, I did not see anything else posted for the remainder of the week. I'm sure they're doing something, but honestly, I just don't know. And I can barely run this show. Still more activity over Chris Waterbury's thread on the MyFi, the chocolate bar episode. Seems to be carrying again into my show. Uh, we've got some Twix advocates apparently on, this, on the chat today. If you want to be part of the problem, I mean part of the show, you can go over to 99WNRR.com, jump in the chat. Uh, either nobody will judge you or everybody will judge you, but it's going to be one of those two things. So if you weren't doing anything anyway... By the way, the sheer number of pop-ups that are coming up on this computer about, like, Windows security updates, all these other things that I'm supposed to do, my ongoing performance issues, apparently, uh, the Windows 11 update that I I just don't frigging want, like, is unbelievable. Like, I'm doing a show here, man! I mean, granted, it's not a good show, but I'm doing a show, and that's more than others. I will say, I had to, I had to subscribe to my niece's and nephew's YouTube channel, which considering they're 8 and 6, is <laughs> it's, it's something I'm just going to either have to get right with or put my foot down on. Uh, and I don't want to judge Jordan too harshly. Like, I adore her, my little niece. She's, she's adorable, which is why I adore her. But, she, you know, honestly, like, it's a little bit of bullshit because she, she titles this episode, like, Sneaking Up on Tristan. That's my nephew. And um, I'm expecting, like... Major, like, sneak up online. You ever see those videos where somebody sneaks up on a cat and it jumps 40 feet in the air? Like, I'm thinking somewhere in that ballpark. But no, she just, like, she tiptoes downstairs. Now, she does have the camera on her, so it's very uh, Blair Witch Project for a minute, which I give her props for. But I think it's accidental because I don't I don't think even Maggie has let Jordan watch uh, Blair Witch Project. And my sister, uh, like, she's just a horror nut. She loves that kind of stuff. So it's possible that Jordan has seen, you know, The Exorcist and, and Blair Witch Project and, and um, uh, what was that? The oh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which to this day actually will just frighten me out of the blue. Like, one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Um, but the book is actually better, by the way. But the, they did a great job in the movie. But anyway, I digress. Um... So she tiptoes down. I feel like I'm going to throw a spoiler, but I don't care. So she tiptoes down the stairs, and you can see Tristan in the distance on a couch. And she just yells from the bottom of the stairs, like, Surprise, Tristan, you're on whatever the name of their channel is. And I'm like, that's it? <laughs> so, of course, I immediately take issue with the executive producer, who I've known her entire life. That's right. My sister. And I give her <laughs> i give her some much-needed notes on the quality of the performance. Because if, I, if my niece is going to be a YouTube superstar, she's going to have to do a little bit better than that. And honestly, I could use the money. So if she needs an executive consultant, go ahead and email me, sweetie, over at, at gmail.com I'll show you how to scare Tristan. I do have a family vacation planned, I think, in July at some point. I really got to confirm those dates. So I am going to get to see them. I have not seen those little boogers in two years, so it'll be good to see them. Um actually funny there was some discussion about how old Jordan was because I just perpetually keep her at five it's easier for me to remember but also like you know she's just such a little squish compared to my like adult ass kids at this point uh but I roped in the twins um to ask like because I was trying to figure out if there was a way I could remember everybody's birthday and stuff and I was hoping they were 2005 kids but they're not 2004 so I messaged them I was like you guys are 2004 babies Right. And of course, uh, Alyssa, without even missing a beat, by the way, is like, well, actually, I'm a 2004 baby and Wendy's a 2005. Now, they're identical twins. I know that. I know she knows I know that. But I do appreciate the effort just to fuck with me a little bit for no r- real reason <laughs> on a random school day. So, so thanks for that. <sighs> Man, I'm so tired. Um... I was actually going to go, like, full-on political today, and I really I really don't want to. And then I decided, like, I wasn't going to. And then, like, I just... I see some stuff, like... <laughs> oh, man. Like, I just... Like, just in local politics, like, the whole... They had the... They were going to... The Democrats wanted to force a vote to expel George Santos from the House, right? He's been arrested. Like, eight counts of, like, fraud and... There's definitely some election FEC kind of stuff because he he was pulling money out <laughs> of his his election money which you're not actually allowed to do. Like I mean, there are limits. Like you're allowed to do some pretty shady stuff with election money, which is kind of why like they really are trying to rein some of that stuff in, but like this dude just <sighs> You know, I think I think the the thing that sums up Santos the best for me is uh, Saturday Night Live joke. That Colin Joe had said He's talking about like some of the lies and how George Santos said he was he was the center for the volley, for the Baruch College volleyball team, and he puts it in perfect perspective because he says <laughs> he said let me get this right. He says which it's a cool thing. It's a great thing to be. But an absolutely insane thing to lie about. (laughs) But uh, the Democrats tried to force that vote. The Republicans were like, "No, we're not going to vote. We're going to just send it to the House Ethics Committee." The dude lied to get elected. He stole money. Like he just his own like his own constituents like uh, like protest and like picket his office. Like he. He's everything, he's the epitome of everything that's wrong. And, dude, he had the balls after getting arrested to say, well, you know, the Democrat and the liberal attack machine are just made. Like, dude, you lied about everything and admitted it. Like, you you lied. Like, you shouldn't be there. You you stole money. You, you stole from people. You stole checkbooks. You're a drag queen. You're a loser. You're all these other things. And you just made up everything about yourself so that people would vote for you. Like, that's fraud, dude. Like, that's... That's not some liberal attack machine. I mean, like, we're just asking you to step down, and you won't. So now we're going to ask to, like, have you removed, and the Republicans won't do that. Because the Republicans, you know, they don't want you to abort anything, including Santos, apparently. Because the the Republicans have done absolutely nothing. Republicans do absolutely nothing unless they are taking away women's rights for threatening the entire global economy so that they get what they want, like the petulant children they are, and, of course, lie, cheat, and steal elections. It's all Republicans do. It's all they're good for these days. Uh, and, and without getting into it, like, you should just check out what's going on in North Carolina. I'll just give you the, 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 the spoiler real quick. So uh, the Republicans that run basically the state house because of gerrymandering uh, put together a 12-week abortion ban that is just ridiculously punitive on people and makes it absolutely impossible for most people to actually get abortions, which, of course, is the plan, right? The Democratic governor. Now, keep in mind. North Carolina, the Republicans control the House. The Republicans control the House by a supermajority in in North Carolina. That means they, they, they have more than two-thirds of the House seats. But North Carolina elected, on the popular vote, a Democratic governor, which means that more people vote, and they vote Democratic, but because they've gerrymandered the state so much, you have super-Democratic counties that elect less people to the House than these super-Republican counties, because that's what gerrymandering is. If you don't understand that, maybe we can talk about it in some other show. But this—you you have enough people that voted for a Democratic governor, and you have enough gerrymandering that the Republicans still control the House, so they do this really—again, it's— to be fair, it's not as bad as the bans in Georgia and Florida because those are six-week bans and these are twelve-week bans. But still, like it's it's it, you just have to read about it. So they passed that. The Democratic governor vetoed it, but the supermajority in the North Carolina House overrode that veto. Keep in mind also that one Democrat uh, that was in the House uh, switched sides in the in the middle of this year. They, she switched to Republican. Nope. No punishment whatsoever. She just switched her party and changed the uh, course of history in North Carolina, by the way. Anyway, I can't. I can't even. I can't even get into politics. And actually, the reason I can't even get into politics and like everything that's going on, like the migrant crisis, uh, Josh Hawley can't seem to keep his mouth shut. Uh, the war in Ukraine, the, the coming war in Taiwan, which I'm sure is coming, and you know the debt ceiling. The reason I can't even do that is because it is causing me so much goddamn grief and stress and aggravation. All these things that are like super out of my control, but still people that are in power and. And and even people that are, like, en masse just keep saying the dumbest things. Like, seriously, like, DeSantis just signed a bill, like, basically outlawing the use of, like, your own pronouns, like, in Florida. Like, is that really important? Like, pronouns threaten you so much. Like, but, like, I feel it here. I feel it here again. And the reality is, is somehow after months of trying to like calm down and like not be on social media and not engage in those conversations. And and I don't watch nightly news anymore. Like I really only watch the morning news. But of course, the morning news is filled with this unbelievably ridiculous migrant crisis, which is like a national problem and like needs to be addressed. And I I just don't feel like anybody gives a shit. Like, nobody seems to care at all. And I just... You can't even escape some of this stuff. And that's really what... You know, where where I am actually starting to struggle with. Because I am realizing in my ultra-advanced age at this point... That I am, like, not living the life that I even remotely want to live anymore... And I'm not alone. Like, I talk to a lot of people that are dealing with a lot of similar stuff. I mean, yeah, every now and then you hit one or two people and they're like, yeah, this is awesome. This is great. You know, this is exactly what I want to be doing. But, like, think about it. Like, what was the last time you hit that? Even people that are having really good stuff going on in their life, like, are struggling so hard against the backdrop of so many things. And, yeah, man, it's just it's bananas to, like, try and continue on, like... Like, how much shit are you really going to shovel? Like, how, like, it's like, I feel like I'm back in my childhood trying to save a sandcastle I built against the incoming tide. It just doesn't end. You know, and, and this morning, like, just alone, like, dude, I haven't even been at it all that long today. You know what I mean? Like most of my day so far has like just been like work and a couple of interactions with like and I felt really bad. Like my daughter came down into my office. she was like because uh, we had talked about possibly going up to the park today and working on some soccer. she's really making an effort. Uh, and she's just she's just finished uh, her semester at college. She took her last final yesterday. So she's got a little bit of a break before her summer classes start. And she's really making an effort. The, the team is having a lot of troubles, and I know we haven't been talking about the hurricanes and stuff like that. The team is having a lot of growing pains this year, like a lot. And she is really trying to step up because this is something she really cares about. And it requires some extra, like, practice and training and how do I fix this? How do I fix this? A lot of stuff we can't just fix in a game, right, because we're busy in the game. So... We're, we've been trying We were able to go I think Monday or Tuesday Was it Tuesday? Maybe it was Tuesday We went to the park We were able to work on throw-ins Because she asked me To work on throw-ins with her Because she's a center midfielder She almost never takes throw-ins She'll take kicks all day But she just doesn't take throw-ins All that often So she hasn't done The 3,000 throw-ins That all my like wings have done Over the years And stuff And she just asked to work on it So I was like Okay And we had like 20 minutes So we just did exactly that I feel like it was Tuesday Um you know, so she came down today because we had a loose possibility of doing it today, and I had just totally forgotten when she came in and asked me. Like, I had been swamped at work. Like, I got I got completely blindsided at work by so much stuff that came in overnight, and all of which is urgent. Like, everything, you know, and, and there are definitely grades of urgency, uh, but, like, it's still urgent. Like, it needs to get done. and needs my attention. The reality is, like... Dude, it's it just it's already Thursday. Like, it's barely Thursday. I've already cleared 30 hours for the work week. Like, I don't know necessarily know how I'm going to stuff in all the rest without... I mean, there is there is no way for me to do work without going over the rest of my hours for the week. For which I don't get paid. Which sucks. But it's still the right thing to do. So I'm going to end up doing it. But then, you know, they're not getting paid stuff is a problem. Because I'm getting bill after bill after bill after bill. You know, just had like... I think it was like a $2,000 car repair. Like... And the best part is, like, you know, I'm dealing with, like, kidney stone stuff that I've got to deal with a lot of next week. So I can't even sell my kidneys on the open market to cover that $2,000. You know what I mean? Like, I got that. I just got a bill for some other stuff. I had to replace the water heater in December. Like, dude, it is just, there is no breathing room. There is no break. And that's just trying to just do the regular stuff every day. And then I keep talking about all these external things that, like, just keep making their way in here. Like, even, even like, the migrant crisis, in, this, in the smallest bit, it's taking resources away from my state. And I am not somebody that denies, like, asylum seekers, but I would like to have a much more comprehensive plan because, and this is going to sound silly, or maybe it won't. Maybe it won't even sound silly. Like, the simple fact that Texas is busing people up to New York City... Uh, to, to shelter and human services and all this stuff New York City is one of the five most expensive places to live in the country like maybe you should bus them to like West Virginia where it's cheaper actually Kentucky right now is the cheapest place to live maybe that's where they should go like wouldn't it make sense? Like, housing should be cheaper. Like, they're putting migrants up in hotels in, in New York City. Now, granted, these are abandoned hotels, so I'm sure there's a big deal to be had. But I'm sure there's a better deal to be had somewhere else. And I understand, like, we don't want people sleeping and dying in the streets because we don't. We are a first world country. That is not what we do here. And, and people on the right are always like, oh, these illegals. and the Like, these are not illegals. Like, illegals are being caught and they are being deported. And if you try and come in illegally, like, you can't even apply for asylum for six Months. So if you get sent back to your war-torn country in Central America and you have a six month ban on your ass, like you could die in that time. Like a lot of the asylum seekers are coming here because of gang violence. Like people are talking about like how dangerous it is in New York City. Like it's not. Like it is relative to say, you know, like you know, Roslyn Harbor. Like it's probably more dangerous than that or some of the nicer places out in the Hamptons. Of course. It's New York City, man. There's 8 million people in, like, a shoebox size of space. Like, of course it's going to be bad. But it is nothing compared to what's going on in the gangs of, like, Columbia. By the way, they just issued another alert about going to Columbia and Jamaica, like, for the, the sheer danger of going there. Which, Like, that's what people are trying to escape. People are like, my kid's going to get killed. Like I don't know why people like involved in gun violence, those families don't leave New York City. I realize there's financial reasons and a whole host of other reasons, but dude, if my kid was like threatened by a gang, like you know where we wouldn't be living the next day, like. So like I don't I like I don't begrudge these people for leaving their like huts in Guatemala and walking through Mexico to come here for a better life. I think that's actually admirable. And as I've said on this show repeatedly, I will absolutely take somebody. For a job, I will pick somebody that has walked through the country of Mexico to come work for a living than some fat, entitled, piece of shit white person, you know, from like Mastic Beach, and not to shit on Mastic Beach, but like if you've been there lately, it's barely a beach and there's barely a tooth to be found. But seriously, like you want some meth head addicted, you know, opioid addicted person, like that's gonna just assume steal from the place that they're working, let alone, you know, as opposed to doing a good job? Of course not. I want somebody that's actually going to do work. So it appeals to me that migrants want to come here and do work. And we apparently still have a job shortage crisis, specifically in these areas where people want... Or where people don't want to do these menial tasks, but people coming from a war-torn country are definitely cool with doing it. So I feel like we could definitely mix and match, like those old days where like you match you match the oink sound with the pig animal. Like, like let's do that. Like oh, we need we're desperate in need of. You know, people to to pick apples or whatever, like, oh, cool, let's take them and we'll just do that. Like, I feel like there's some sensible stuff, but it's not getting done, right? Like, and I'm too busy to be bothered because I can't even handle my own shit. So I need everybody to start handling their own stuff, especially our elected officials. And I am just such on a roll right now. I don't even know what I'm saying or talking about, but I would appreciate it if everybody could just handle more of their own nonsense and so I can try and figure out mine. And I guess that's the message for today. If you've got nonsense? Please handle it before you enter the building. Maybe that should be my new doormat when you come in. Instead of that whole thing, beware of cat or whatever those stupid things are. Like, just just leave your nonsense outside. Because honestly, this building is just way full, and I can't handle it. And sorry about all that. Here's some music.